and welcome to She's the Boss Chats. I'm your host, Jules Brooke, and in the show, I interview amazing women and female founders about what it is that they're doing and why they're doing it. It's all about us lifting up the women around us. Anusha Joggy, I am so excited to be interviewing you for She's the Boss Chats. Thank you so much for agreeing to it. Likewise, it's a pleasure to be here, Jules. Thanks for having me. All right, so let's start off with telling everybody what it is that you do now. Okay, so right at the moment, I work for a company, a global SaaS organization called Freshworks, and we help businesses transform the way they reach and support their customers and employees, making this journey absolutely delightful and easy. (laughs) Have I confused you? No, that's a brilliant introduction. (laughs) First, we better explain to anybody that doesn't know what a SaaS platform is. Absolutely. Yes, yes. You are Um, perfectly positioned to explain this. (laughs) I think, um, look, a SaaS uh, platform is a type of modern software as a service technology that Mm -hmm. uses access via internet. As simple as that. Uh, As complex that it may sound, but it's a very, very simple uh, thing that we do, especially in the modern world, as I said. You know, it's all web-based you know, software is provided to businesses on demand. Um, it's very different to the traditional world um, because it's not installed on computers like those days. No, well, I, I <laughs> guess that's because handle your own PR is a SaaS platform yes, as well. I, know. I knew that. So, yes, and I don't say it the right way because I've always said SaaS, and I like the way you say it, SaaS. Yes. But um, what was I going to say? I always say to people, it's about it's the kind of software where you go onto the website and you do everything on the website. Absolutely. As opposed it. to going off. <laughs> All right. So um, how long have you been doing that for? In the SaaS world since 2011. So many, right. many years. And in the business strategy and sales world, I've been uh, for 20 years. Oh. Gosh, I wouldn't have thought you were old enough to have done it for 20 years. So there you go. Well, listen, let's go right back. I want to hear all about your career. So let's go right back to when Anusha was a little girl. Where did you grow up? What size family did you have? What did your parents do? Start me off there. Excellent. And this is, see, it's not as easy and simple to go back to your, uh, you know, childhood and past (laughs) and you always keep thinking right Uh, so actually when I was thinking about what questions may pop up or come up I was actually thinking and it gave me immense pleasure to actually think back into your life and past that's just so pleasurable because hardly anybody asks do they and actually it's really interesting to hear how people got a start in life and then how their career has developed absolutely and that's what you do very well and I should thank you for that that you're doing that (laughs) oh thank you Anusha so go on hit me up with your story so I was born um in India, in the southern yeah. part of India, in um, a city called Trichy, Trichrapoli. Okay. Right. And it was, it, it is an educational center and, of course, oh, okay. a holy center as well where many people, many universities and schools, it's not a metro city, but it's a tier two city. 
Okay. Yeah. So that's, Which in India know, probably means that it's got a bigger population than the whole of Australia, has it? Yes, yes. It has uh, <laughs> quite a big uh, yeah, sort of population, um, very crowded, jammed, but also has these beautiful rivers where you can go and relax. So there's definitely ah. some beautiful, um, you know, things to actually explore in this particular little city. Okay. And uh, I was born in a family uh, with, um, you know, a family of three sisters. I mean, myself, including me, three daughters to my family. Okay. Yes. Uh, girls, I love that. <laughs> I love it. And there you go. You know exactly where I come from. That women yeah. power. Yeah. <laughs> and, and what did your mum and dad do? Sure. So my dad hails from... Um, uh, a family of royals um, those days. Oh, kings, gosh, Anusha. Yes. yes. <laughs> a Maharaji. Maharaja? What's Maharaja, the right word yes. for it? It's the Kshatriyas. Kshatriya Rajas, yes. Yeah. Right. Yes. Wow. <laughs> and my mother, on the contrary, comes from a very traditional Brahmin uh, background and family, although yeah. they all turned into believers in Christ. Oh, gosh, how yes. did that go down? Yes. How did that go I down with know. the family? I don't know, because yeah. I was born in that family, so I okay. don't know. But all the background is that. So very but the, so, the, so your parents became Christian in their adulthood, Even or were they brought up as Christians? Even became, not them. So they, oh, okay, yeah, so yeah. they were brought up as Christian. Exactly. Okay. So very challenging place to be in, but it was fantastic that I was born uh, in that family. Um, and... Just, just very conservative though. But the good part is that they were really educated in a way. They both are professors in English literature. One, my dad, wow. yeah, from John Milton Society, whatever. And my mum is big Shakespearean, uh, you know, um, a member, a society and member. And they have, hold Gosh. A, yeah, they hold a big um, positions in the world of in their own field, but also mm -hmm. had their own startups. Oh, I love that. I love that. So what did they do? Tell us. So we, my grandfather, grandmother, and my parents, who actually took it to a next level, they scaled in the education world. I studied in my own school. Wow. Yes. Oh, my goodness, Anusha. I yeah. love doing these interviews for the stories that come, come out. Yes. So your parents ran the school. Yes. Owned the school. That's right. That's right. Extraordinary. They no, pre no pressure on you to be academically brilliant oh, then. Oh, tell me about it. But I did. I think I was. Yeah, I would say you but were. But possibly, though. Um, I should right. be honest. Look, I, I, that's what I like about this show. You can be really authentic and honest. I you was can. forced into what I had to study uh, by my right. parents saying, hey, you need to become this uh, scientist and, uh, you know, you need to go into the paramedical course and all that. And uh, unfortunately, all my um, uh, results came really fantastic, uh, <laughs> the entrance exam. <laughs> so I had no other way to actually knock back. But right. I had to go into a degree, biomedical degree, but then. Oh, my goodness. So you actually did the degree. Yes, I did. I completed but then, well, let, let's go back a little bit. Did you enjoy school? I mean, how were you? Uh, obviously, you were a good kid. student. Um, let were me tell you? you, one thing, though, I was rejected uh, into a convent school when I oh. was really little. Right? And I wouldn't actually believe the fact that why I was rejected was because I was way too silent and I wouldn't talk in an interview. In, Are you serious? Yes, in kindergarten. God. And... Uh, <laughs> That's when my That's... parents kind of thought, you know what, I need to give a better life for my daughter. I think she's definitely good, but I don't know why she's not talking. And then they started this um, uh, school, especially at the back of the rejection. 
And I started right. my life with the rejection. <laughs> well, you know, I often say to people, has there been something awful that's happened in your life that in hindsight mm-hmm. is good? So it sounds like that happened to you at six. Absolutely. Exactly <laughs> right. Spot oh, on. Crazy. Yes. Okay. So, and, and so you went through high school at the same school, was it? Yes. Um, I studied in my own school, but then I went into a convent again uh, after that because my school was only up till 10, grade 10. Right. Yeah. So great. So the last two years you did in a convent. How was that um, coming yeah, out of your own school to go it's, into? It's an Anglican school. Um, yeah. So it was fantastic. So my kindergarten was also in the same Anglican school. I started uh, okay. from grade two in my own school until 10. And then I yeah. went back into this um, Anglican Anglo-Indian school back again. Right. It was fantastic. Uh, not an academic. Absolutely not. As I said, a middle child syndrome. I was naughty. I was into going away, having fun with friends. Definitely didn't whatever. I was a challenger from day one. When my parents say something, I would always ask this question, why not? I wouldn't say why, why not? (laughs) And and, um, so, yes, um, I was an academic, but then every time they put me in a spot where I have to go through these, uh, as in India, it's a very competitive world um, there, mm. even now. So many people, uh, Jules. That's right. And, and only a limited number of schools, especially good schools. Yes. So I can imagine that it's extremely there competitive. There was a lot of pressure. But our Indian parents, you know, we hear about tiger parents from China. <laughs> Um, are Indian parents like that as well, or are they not quite so? I would say probably a step one more than uh, China. Oh, my yeah. goodness, yes. right. Yes. So a lot of pressure. Absolutely, a lot of pressure. Uh, you need to uh, compete. You need to be number one. For every parent, all these uh, you know billions of people all want to be number one. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's that's the problem. Okay, so how was um, the girls' school for the the final years and how did you go? Did you love it? Were you still naughty? Yes, it wasn't a girls' school. It was co-education. Okay. Um, But I was always naughty. I just didn't want to study. Not that I couldn't do. Uh, And clearly, uh, with all my results, it was obvious and evident that I could do very well, much better than many people out there, but I just didn't want to do it. Because you can't right. push me into anything, right? <laughs> Quite right. Yeah. Okay, so what happened when you finished school? So I went into this paramedical course, um, again, just to fulfill my dad's and mum's dream. Um, went into that. My mum was a little different, though. She was like, enjoy your freedom, whatever you want to do. But my dad was quite strict. So okay. I did it. But at the back of that, um, they saw me successful. They saw me obediently doing what they wanted me to do, although I didn't like it. So they gave me the chance to do my master's, the degree where I want to be in. Hallelujah. Right. So what was that? What did you want to be doing? Master's in business administration. Wow, you did an MBA. Yes, and that's where. That is very impressive. And I came top three in like what thousands of people. Uh, no, yeah. Anusha, you're brilliant. I don't know about that, Jules. Well, but... top three, I think it, it definitely implies yeah, you are. Top third. So, right, so what do you do then? How, well, how did you enjoy that first? And what was uni like? It was really good. I mean, I thought my ultimate goal was becoming more and more evident that this is the path in my life. And to to the surprise of my parents, I mean, completely a science degree with no mathematics, Mm. nothing at all. 
and suddenly into a world of business, commerce, economics, mathematics, and statistics, they were thinking, how is she doing this, right? <laughs> My grades were high, almost a uni hold, a top number one holder in one of the subjects. And they said, you know, Gosh. this is what it is. And that's when at the back of me finishing, they said, you need to go abroad. Oh, so they suggested you yes, go overseas. absolutely. They knew there was... A, see, my sister already challenged herself when she was here in Melbourne. Yeah. And she came oh, here. Oh, so your sister came yes, here first. she came here. She did right. her computers course and stuff like that. But again, she was highly like into studies and to connect. She wants to just study and study and spend a lot of time in that. But I, they wouldn't see me hardly study. But I'll just come right. in there, rock up, do the exam, and I'll get the results where they can never <laughs> imagine it is. <laughs> That is so funny. I was always really good at exams as well. Yeah. You know, I, I, you, it's a, it's a, it's a just a thing. I think that you're either good or you're not exactly at that kind of thing. Exactly right. And I'm great at cramming everything into the last minute. So it I think works for women me. do very well in that. I'll take that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so what do you do when you have an MBA? You came to Melbourne. Yes, I, at the back of finishing that, um, I came because I've mastered uh, in business administration, specialising in systems as well. Okay. So then came here, did my uh, second master's uh, from Vic Uni. Um, oh my yes. goodness, Anusha, yeah. so much, so much, so many qualifications. Yeah. And were you on your own at that stage? Did you come over on your own? Um, I came here on my own, but I had my sister here. And my parents yeah. were still paying for me. Uh, good luck yeah. me. Um, <laughs> but, of course, that wasn't enough. Uh, so I really wanted to do something better and earn my own money. And that's yeah. where the whole thing started into business strategy and sales. Okay. And so tell me, what was the first job? How did it happen? Telesales uh, is where I went into uh, call center. Oh yeah. my god, that is so funny. Yeah. So did I, but I didn't have an, two MBAs and a whole lot of stuff. How did you start off in a call center and not in a more senior because role? Because I was still studying. Yeah. Oh, yes. okay. Okay. So this is why. Yes. 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 See, call center yes. work is really easy. good. When you, I did it through uni as That's well. That's right. So it was easy. <laughs> it was really, um, you know, it gives you a lot of money, and especially even in that world, I was doing a bit of customer service and then sales, and where I was really good at was clearly the difference. Yes, I was very good with customers, helping them and serving them, solve their problems, but I really realized where my real talent was is to actually. Um, provide them with things that actually can solve the problem and also, you know, increasing revenue for the business where I was working for, right? Fantastic. Yeah. So I did a lot of work there in the call center, not that, uh, and I got married. I, I found oh, a guy okay. here, to, here. In the call center, you found um, your husband there? See, yes, we worked together and we okay. hung around for some time. Um, so you didn't have an arranged marriage. That's unusual. It was partially arranged. It was, there was a, Big dramatic uh, things that has happened <laughs> through that journey. Had to go back. Oh come on! You have to tell oh, me. You have serious? to tell me. Tell me this. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> because I think as as Australians, and you know, we don't have a kind of arranged marriages Correct. here. Correct. So there's a curiosity around it. I have to say, having been to India and have lots of Indian friends, I can kind of see a real positive about arranged marriages these days. Oh, yes. Now oh, that yes. I'm an older woman. Yes. So <laughs> so tell me, what was it like? So how how did so, it all unfold? 
UFOs. He, he's, he was also uh, an Indian, though, but he was from the yeah. northern part of India and I'm from the southern part. It's it's exactly like um, Australia and America, right? Completely different yeah. countries. That's how it is. Uh, different okay. languages, different culture, and uh, parents wouldn't agree, and uh, we liked it. And he had to actually come. Well, how did well? How did he find them? How did your parents find him first? Um, my dad Is that a marriage arranger? Uh, my sister uh, and family definitely did not uh, approve of him. Uh, they said, oh, that, right. uh, where he comes from, they are very hardcore people and, you know, upfront. Uh, but we are a little softer side of things, although I wasn't, but uh, the whole family. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's why I clicked with him. And uh, they said, look, you know, this is not going to work out in the long uh, run. You are going to fail in this marriage. And we as families have never failed in marriages. And that's, oh, <laughs> yeah, and, and there's a lot of pressure there too. There yeah. is. And so, so what do you mean? So you had to go back? Yeah, see, it came to a stage where, you know, they said you need to be back home. So I had no other option but to go back and stay there with the parents. How, so roughly how old are you at this stage? Um, I was around in my 20s, uh, mid-20. Early, yeah, mid-20s. Early mid-20s, yeah. And how, how had you how had you met him? I mean, had you been doing Zooms? Had you been doing it on the phone? Uh, from India. How did you get from, to know oh, him? Oh, get to know him. Yeah. I was working with him. We both were top challengers again uh, in the in whatever we were doing. So okay. we competed for the uh, for number one position, both of us. And I tried right. to beat him every single time. <laughs> <laughs> Good woman. So, um, so you went back home. What was that for, to just prepare for the wedding and do all those sorts of things that, because I know it's huge yes. over there. Yes. My mum, uh, she was a, at that time, uh, we lost our dad. So my mum was preparing for oh. my wedding and she already had some guys lined up for me to go and approve of. I made those um, very big excuses, didn't work out. So literally had to, um, you know, challenge the boy <laughs> again, whenever they allowed us to talk, never approved of it. I just challenged him with so many questions saying, hey, are you ready to move to Australia? <laughs> I'm not, neither gonna be in India, neither I'm gonna move to US. I'm gonna be in Australia. Are you happy and be ready for the land? They ran away. They just ran away. So I drove them. Fantastic. So you got your right guy. Yes, I did. Got got married over there. Yes, he came back. And then yes. moved. He, he came. And then moved back. Yeah. Oh, so he hadn't lived here before the marriage. Uh, yeah, he had. But he came to Australia very together. early. Very early. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. So you're married. You've you've done this call center work. What comes next? Next was my uh, biggest cut through, which is what I was planning for from my MBA. And that right. was um, a working in the world of B2B sales, business management, business strategy, exactly where my education was. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> So where, where, how did you get that job and, and um, where was it worked, and what was it like when you got sure. there? Um, American Express was a company. Oh, yeah. and um, Huge. Yes, a big, big company. I landed in the dream job. I mean, uh, straight after, um, you know, some years of call center work here and there. And, um, of course, my degrees, my completion of degrees and the psychometric tests actually proved that I'm, my, I'm one of the best if they hired me um, amongst all the people who had that much of experience in the business world. Oh, yes. brilliant. 
And I love it that you're a woman because it's a very male-dominated oh industry as well, God. isn't it? Yes, till date. <laughs> uh, nothing offensive because, look, men have played a very uh, important role in my life, right from my dad. Of course. Was a great supporter of women, uh, being born with so many uh, girls himself in his family. And he was the one who was supporting my mother to reach her goals as well and the three daughters. So he was a big supporter of women and not to eliminate my husband. Coming from such a conservative Indian uh, family, he till yeah. now believes that women are the people who can actually be great leaders. Oh, yeah. fantastic. We love your husband. Yes. <laughs> okay, so uh, yeah, keep telling me about your sure. career. What happened so next? I went in there and because it was a big jump from a call center, although I was working in the top tier uh, call center, uh, Optus Telecommunications was a good brand. Yeah. I was in the small to medium business. I tried business and I tried uh, consumer sales. I was fantastic top number one. But... Because it's a big jump from there to uh, a business world, um, completely different um, strategy and completely different personality they wanted. So they, unlike any others who will go through three interviews processes, I was put through many more. Gosh, why? Because just because you were no, a woman? No, 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 not at all. American Express was a fantastic brand who so, who loved women, and there were so many women working there. Oh, yes. that's fantastic! Yes. So why so, so many just interviews? Because they wanted to test, uh, te- you know, test the caliber of a person who comes from uh, okay. consumer sales and revenue generation to a very different world where you're going to go into business strategy, business development, and understanding. Right. So it's a big jump. So they wanted to test yeah. me. So yes, they were all men in the panel. They were all right. interviewers uh, were men. <laughs> really? Yes, 100%. Oh, that's interesting. All men on yes. the panel, all women yes. as the interviewees. And there was one question that was asked uh, in my final round. I think it was a sixth round where they said, what's the difference um, uh, in a, a man and a woman uh, in this world? I just said, add a woo in front of the man. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and that's it. I got the job. Amazing. <laughs> so how long were you in that role for? I was there for around three years, approximately. Um, and uh, that was... And you obviously really loved it. So what, what, what made you leave? Um, so I wanted to go into the world of service industry. Right. And um, again, that was another big um, American company that I was actually having my mind at, my heart at. And um, I went through, again, a rigorous interview process and I got the job. Yes. Brilliant. And uh, that was Gartner IT Advisory Services. And that's where you're going deep into service and IT. <laughs> Yes, which is obviously where, where you yes, really are now. Yes, and that too, again, back of my education where I did my systems um, uh, from Vic Uni. And right. then um, I started there. I was there for some time, uh, not very long, because I understood my family. My little daughter was was just born and she was not getting really settled in the daycare center. She just wouldn't go uh, right. childcare, sorry, childcare center. And she was yeah, like, yeah, gotcha. I can't, you know, she just wanted mom more. And my son never had me at the time. I was always traveling, um, although nationally, right. but a lot of travel. And yeah. then I took a break. I just took a break, wanted to spend time with family. And even there, 
um, constant. And in, in between, I left something when I was actually in my maternity leave for my daughter. This again can be one yeah. of the um, reasons why after her birth, I actually went back to studies um, to Melbourne Uni to do uh, honours in biomedical science. Just to, oh, to honour your parents. Yes, <laughs> I, I had that one year and I had so much experience in business and I was doing this. And again, coming back to my profile of being a challenger, I just said, you know what? There's so many things happening in the community in Australia and there's like brain diseases, cancer and stuff like that. You know what? Let me also see what we can do for the community by going and doing a bit of research. Ah. And I went into neuroscience. Yeah. Right. Crazy. Oh, beautiful. Yes. No, not crazy. <laughs> yes, interesting. interesting. Yeah. Right word. And so have you used have you used that no. knowledge and, and your qualifications no, in any I way? Didn't. Do you want to? Eventually Do you want to? I will one day. Eventually okay. one day. Um, look, again, I have a lot more to uh, offer to the business world. And I always yeah. say, and miles to go before I sleep from Robert Frost's poem. <laughs> Beautiful. So, uh, and that part of that journey um, from the uh, science world will also be part of this miles. Oh, ooh, I can't wait to see what you come up with next. So, uh, so for, how did you end up where you are now then? Okay, how, yes. What um, happened? So after Gartner taking a break, I've done some little odd jobs, again, contracting, helping businesses transform the, the way they actually did their business. Did a bit of mentoring for people to actually get to speed, especially for women and uh, girls who actually needed some mentoring as well, uh, struggling from different uh, nations, from Ar- Arabic nations where who didn't understand English oh, much. Oh, great. Yes, I was involved in a lot of service world as uh, I don't know I didn't mention or not at the age of 12 I was a secretary of a Leo club uh, again supported by my dad (laughs) what's a Leo club Uh, you know Lions club Club, right Lions club so Lions club Club is for men Lioness Club is for women and Leo Club is for the little ones and oh, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, and whoever wants to do service and 12 year being a secretary was really cutting edge and yeah yes I would say <laughs> uh, doing minutes and understanding all that uh, process of business there itself you were you were very precocious do you know yeah, what that means like I just know, very exactly. early on you were very grown Absolutely. up yeah um, I think so I, I don't know whether it was right or wrong but yeah I did it <laughs> No, that's fantastic. Okay, so you've now you what's your so role now? Even Tell in us before, about one step before this. Um, I worked yeah. for again a SaaS-based organization called LightPerson, a, a, yeah. a company that was offering uh, messaging automation robots of bot services and solutions, all experts in the artificial intelligence world, right? Right. AI, AI, AI. interesting, considering how big yes, it is now. and it is going to be bigger, much bigger in the days yeah, to come. Right. We are just beginning, that's what I would say. So early on, right. I was in that field, and I, d- I was there almost three years as well. And that's where I stepped into the leadership role. I mean, even before there was a lot of leadership roles, again, uh, when I was doing the uh, jobs, helping businesses do set up, consulting and leadership. But this is where I went into a global leadership role. And um, amazing uh, what I've done there, you know, leading high performing teams in the discipline of business development, account management, customer success, global um, managed service providers, service delivery partners across uh, ANZ, UK, Ireland, APAC, everywhere. 
across the globe, right? What? Anusha, that sounds like a massive and job. I have traveled, Jules, you wouldn't have a clue. Every time I open my eyes, I would know where I'm waking up. Which country is this? That's yes. Really? So, I mean, how, what, were you traveling sort of eight months of the year or uh, something? I think so, even more. Every second right. week I'll be somewhere flying. And nationally, yes, heavy, and uh, internationally as well. And... And so how do you look after your health when you're doing that much traveling? You've got young kids at home. I I used to swim a lot. Not now. Not at the back of COVID. I'm still wanting to go back and hit there. Yes, I'm the same. (laughs) I I swim in the bay, uh, especially chasing fishes and uh, all those. uh, I mean, I recently restarted it uh, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Just chasing some um, banjo sharks. So I just go and I just love it, right, inside what do you do? Put on a yes, wetsuit. I mean, yes. we're just just for anybody that doesn't know, we are in Melbourne. Ah, it, yeah. The water must be about ten degrees. Uh, yes, we really wait for those little sunshine, and whenever it yeah. is, I just doesn't warm yeah, up the water though. Uh, true, <laughs> but. I take around 20 minutes, it makes 20 it minutes to actually settle in, although wear a wetsuit and just keep water, walking and walking and doing some kind of exercise there, Arabics inside the water, and suddenly plunge, chang, in, and then um, go and chase these. Um, and in fact, I saw uh, the blue ringed octopus, which is one of those deadly and dangerous, Ooh, the ones. dangerous ones. And I'm like, oh my God, what is this? And almost lost balance on top of it. Whilst, and then I said, you know what? Oh. I want to step back. That's okay but as long as i've seen one again another adventure so what do you mean that you're chasing them and seeing them are you scuba diving or snorkeling or what are you doing so deep in um snorkeling yes i do a lot of snorkeling that's what i do a little deeper deeper, and i start chasing them because they actually go uh, not that i want to scare them but i just love the way they breathe in the sand and go deep in and that gives me relaxation and satisfaction right no way in wow, this world you can get that, but under the ocean where you can just, uh, not the ocean, big word, oh, bay. Bay, but yes, it is ocean exactly in the end. It's right. trickling in and it and it definitely, it's very relaxing and it's silent, isn't it? Which, yes, which is, and the weeds and, uh, sorry, and the seaweeds talk to me. That's what I feel like. They just right. keep breathing and shaking and I feel I'm talking to these little weeds which can never, t- yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's amazing. This is, I never expected this conversation to go in that way. <laughs> anyway, That's amazing. Yeah. All right. So, um, along the way in your career, have you had many women help you? 100%. Starting from my mother. Oh, good. Again, till date. Who sounds yes, extraordinary. Till date, she will never let go. Hey, this is a situation I've been through and she'll give me examples and how to come out of that what would be the ideal way to come out and another woman i really want to name um which uh, she may not even know that i'm going to name her uh the founder and ceo of uh, fd global trina blair Um, she used to be the gm of uh, american express (laughs) that's where i knew Ah. her and now she has gone into the world of her own business and she does some really cool stuff of um supporting Australian and even UK-based companies, I'm sure, uh, taking them into uh, US markets. And, oh, and wow. she's recently been nominated as uh, to be the mentor of um, the NASDAQ uh, IPO. Yeah. Oh, yeah. gosh. Oh, she does sound yeah, extraordinary. Absolutely. She does great things. Uh, but she, was she great? Did you know yes. her when she you were at? Yes, oh, you I did? knew her. I... So in what way was she, was she, 
um, helping See, you. Again, she'll always suggest things to come and work and do understand where things are going into the world of business from ANZ right. to US. And she'll always uh, send these emails saying, do you need any support? I mean, do you want to do something? So she always gives you the vision oh, wow. to be where you want to be. And least does she... Probably she doesn't realize that I'm getting inspired by all these things and I want to be her one day. Yes, well, I mean, you know, I'm literally about to go and do a speech after this um, for the US to say we need visible role models because otherwise girls don't know that they can do what what they want to do. So, oh, that's great feedback. Um, And I love it that women have helped you along the way because every once in a while I'll speak to someone and they'll say, no, I can't think of any women that have helped them. (laughs) And it just breaks my heart because, you know, we, we all need those allies to help 100%. us um, so going forward I'm going to ask you um, a, a couple of other questions in a minute but going forward you do strike me as a woman who would be a brilliant entrepreneur is that kind of on your radar are you thinking about setting up your own business at some 100%, stage 100% Jules that's definitely in my radar and that's where I want to land up right. in. and one thing I always tell right to myself and to other women as well what matters the most is how you see yourself um, this was written by Lily yes. Brian M. Lapart. And I think I see myself as an entrepreneur one day. Very strong, yes. very capable. Uh, and not just an entrepreneur to me being successful, but at the back of all women today being successful and take many more who do not have this path to take them to be successful. Women are like diamonds, right? Oh, I love it. We need to be cut yeah. before exhibiting our brilliance. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. I really love that expression. But you're right. <clears throat> and I think one of the interesting things about most female founders, and I think statistically this is true as well, that we are much more purpose-driven. We want to give back. And so we're not looking for success for ourselves in the same way that a lot of men are in that we just want wealth. We're looking for impact. And I really think that that's a very strong thread. I mean, I've interviewed, what, nearly 200 women in the last 18 months. And I would say it is just a constant thread that everybody wants to give back. They want to help whatever it is that their little area of of expertise is, everybody wants to help, which I think is beautiful. Absolutely. And yes. What do you want to do? Do you know? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I'm putting you on the spot. I normally don't ask these questions. uh, Definitely something to build on what I'm doing because I have the experience and expertise. Makes sense. And one thing, uh, again, look, in the world of um, business and consulting, and, of course, in the world of SaaS, these are the two areas where I'm strongly thinking. See, today, according to um, a statistics uh, that has come from uh, one of the, um, you know, Harvard Business Review um, articles, is that although women in U.S. make up over half of the college-educated workforce, they hold actually less yes. than one-third of B2B sales jobs because they are underrepresented right. in the business world in most industries. Yes. And I w- if at all I want to make a difference and a change, that's where I would do. And my business will definitely be around this and supporting women. Oh, well, I just love it and I can't wait till you do it. But in the meantime, I love what you're doing with your organization. Now... Talk to me about when you're as passionate as you are, you have young kids, you've got a husband, you've got a job that's obviously extremely full on. 
How are you juggling work and life? Are you giving yourself time See, out? See, one thing that I have to work on more is that place because yeah. definitely right. constantly um, on working. working. And I used to actually have one one hour, uh, you know, every second day go and dance away because I love that as well. Uh, but I don't have yeah. time these days because, again, constantly juggling. Uh, but right. I am planning. See, I have times and I actually set up one of those. And from December this year, I've, I know where, what exactly I'm going to do. I'm going to challenge myself, prioritize my uh, calendar, work, children, and that time for myself. Because every woman, and this is what I use an app for, right, uh, called M4 Woman yeah. Magazine. M4 Women magazine, where okay. you go in, open that app and try and read. I've already started doing this uh, every night before I sleep. Right. That half an hour of reading there, it gives you satisfaction, relaxation, really so many articles about what's happening in the women world. How can, and even that very first picture where you, a woman stays, sits like a Wonder Woman, it just gives me hope and happiness, right? That uh, we all uh. will actually celebrate one day. So that's what I want to give myself. That time, even half an hour a yes, day. Yes, yes. Okay. Absolutely. And what about with the kids, though? Do you break? Do you say weekends are for um, them or evenings, or do you take two hours out for bath and bedtime? What, what, so how do you structure it? They've grown up a bit, twelve and sixteen right now. So yeah, oh, not really okay. little. little. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but then no. again. They are also challenging going into the debate world. My little one is top number one. I was, in fact, helping her last night uh, how to debate and how she's top number one across inter-school unis, uh, not unis, schools. Oh, my goodness. So I yeah. really have to spend that time with them, and they are missing that right at the moment. They always want mom. Yeah, I'm even sure. this monthly is great for us. So I'm not able to give that. Yeah. So I really want to spend that time, as you rightly called out, two, not even two hours, completely weekends. I want to spend uh, cooking with them, uh, having fun with them. Yes, yes. lovely. And, and, and Jules. That would be great. And I think it's, it's important because too many women burn out. They just push themselves that bit too yeah. far. And then you then they, for a lot of them, they have to take a year, if not two years yeah. off work to recover. Cover. So you absolutely want to That's look right. after your and health. That, at the back of that, um, you know, uh, journey, I learned swimming in three months here in Australia. Yeah. Oh, wow. You couldn't Never. swim before that? Never. But, no. but I always okay. love water because I'm coming from the land of river, rivers and beaches. Yeah. So th that was also a plan because I wanted to spend more time with my children. And the only way I'm going to do that is to actually know that and be part of the activities that they are. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. Very true. Okay. Now, is there a quirky fact about you that you want to share with us that nobody oh, else really knows? Oh, way. Okay. You, you know this yes. question. I know you've yes. listened to a yes, lot of my I podcasts. Have. You must uh, have been working out what you were going to say. I thought of a few <laughs> things, but yes, definitely want to say one thing. Um, I yeah. have been telecasted in an ad, uh, a soft drink ad in when I was young, where my parents also didn't know that I was going to because I literally kept Stop. them. And then it was, <laughs> it came in the national television and my parents were like, and that's, yeah. Hang on, yeah, that's, that's Anusha. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow, how did you swing that? Was that an offer yes. that came through yes, school or exactly. something? exactly. That came through, yes, uh, uh. Uh, school. And they said, hey, you're really talented here. We want to see how you uh, come. And it was, I was like the top middle model there. 
Um, it's three girls. Yeah. Wow. And I have a keen interest for movie direction as well. Jules, stay tuned. You may be telecasted. <laughs> oh, I would love that. You'll have to come and work on the She's the Boss yeah. TV network when Absolutely. I've got it up and running. Why not? Fantastic. All right. Well, Anusha, this has just been such an interesting story. A couple more questions for you. You talked about an app on your phone oh, that yes. you listen to, which is that M40, M40 magazine. magazine. By the way, yes. M4 Women, there is another one right. that you might like called WB40, yes. Women Beyond yes, 40 magazine. I, I know that, yes. Which is by a woman in Melbourne. Okay, so on your phone, I don't know whether you use your phone much for business, but if so, are there any apps that are sort of unusual that you would like to tell us about I that you use? I think it is not unusual, but um, most many people in business may use it. HBR, uh, Harvard Business Review. Oh, oh my, no. that's amazing. You are always on top of the trends, business trends, economy, crash, boom, what's happening in the world, in right. consulting, in business, sales, anything, you name it. It's it's the best place to be in and use that app. Okay, that is really interesting. And then I'm guessing the answer to this is no before I even ask it, but do you play on your phone? Do you have games? Uh, yes, sneakers, yes, I do. What? Oh, whoa! Uh, you just strike me as a woman who doesn't take a lot of time uh, no, out. No, <laughs> but when I'm traveling or I mean, I'm flying, I used to fly a lot. Oh, uh, yeah, true. Um, I actually go in because, see, this is a focus game, right? And again, coming back to focusing in your world in business, if you want to, you need to do a little bit of these. And that sneakers note yeah. is to actually go and check and find, focus completely and find those hidden objects. And by doing that, you're actually training your brain to go deep and focus into the tasks that you're doing. That helps in prioritization. Right. Oh, you're all about yeah. brain power. I love it. I love it that you really concentrate on all of this. Now, if anybody wanted to get hold of you um, or wants to link up with you, what is the best way for they them to do that? They can call me on my mobile. Oh, no, no, you're not giving Email out a mobile me. number now. Yeah. Yes, okay. Well, worst case email, I was thinking, is there a website? Is there a LinkedIn? Uh, yes, LinkedIn is absolutely LinkedIn there. That's much? how I connected with you. Um, I think LinkedIn is the most yes. powerful place where people can actually connect. But again, I wouldn't refrain from people calling me either because I'm big on people talking and uh, talking okay. is the best way to actually understand a person or even coffees. No, I totally understand. But if, if they're overseas oh, or interstate, um, Okay, so LinkedIn, Anusha yeah. Yogi, yeah. Jogi, Joggy. Sorry, I don't know why I always want to say the because J as a right. Y. Because you're right, that's how it was and uh, that's how it is even now. But, but now yes, you're Australian. Exactly, yes. <laughs> you say Joggy. Right. Well, Anusha, I have just loved it. I've loved meeting you ages ago. I love your passion for women and I am astounded by your desire and your passion for education. That's really kind of, I've been amazed by that. So thank you very, very much for sharing your story. I'm looking forward to sharing thank this Thank you podcast. and it's a pleasure to be here in any way I can support the business world, at, at least connected with you, more than happy to do it. Thank you, Jules. Have a good day. Thank you. Bye-bye. And you. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of She's the Boss Chats. For more information and to find out about our other initiatives, including our weekly lunch for female founders and our TV show, go to she'stheboss.com.au.